1: You damn right. Hope everybody's having a good Wednesday. Oh, it's not just any Wednesday. It is Flag Day, by the way. If you like throwing those flags out, today's the day. My dad's got a buddy who's got a Flag Day birthday, so happy birthday too. If you're a June 14th baby, want to get those flags out? That's cool. Or if you choose not to, that's cool too. You know what? It was really cool. It's SEC 2024 Opponent Announcement Day. It's a little bit of Christmas time for football fans around the SEC before today and what's going to be the SEC in 2024. We'll dig into a lot of that today. We'll talk some NFL as well. There is something coming up in July that if you don't want to watch it, it's because you hate football. We'll get to that. It's Chad and Zay on this Wednesday. I'm Chad Hastings, and he is on the Longhorn side of this discussion today. He's looking forward to an SEC
0: schedule announcement. He is Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Chad, what's poppin'? Happy Hump Day, everybody. body, feeling good, feeling great. Basketball season just ended, and it's starting to smell a lot like football.
1: Mm-hmm. Zay, you ever shook a cowbell? You ever been around a bunch of cowbells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever been near a big, bright orange checkerboard? <laughs> you ever been to you ever been to college football games where the dog is the mascot on the other side? You're gonna get more of those. Can't wait. We dog people in the SEC. There's four of them off the top of my head I can think of. Those dog games change a little bit too. Texas fans getting ready to go to Athens or Baton Rouge or Tuscaloosa or Auburn. I'm going to guess one of those four happens next year. Just those four that I just threw out. I think Texas will go to one of those four schools next year. Where do they travel to and then who comes here for the you folks that have season tickets and you've been griping for years. Uh, oh, oh look, Baylor's on this. Hey, Kansas State. You haven't had the Aggies on the schedule since 2010 would have been the last time they were in Austin. Yeah. You're going to get that back more than likely. And then you're going to get to say things like Arkansas. And you're going to get to think things like Tennessee and Georgia and Florida and Bama and Auburn and LSU, and it's going to be fantastic. Tonight at 6 is when it becomes official. We do have some rumors that are starting to get out because nobody can ever shut up and nobody can keep a secret. Thank God for our job that that's true, Zay.
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes it a lot of fun. And Chad, I'm so excited about football coming back. Kanye West shoulder pads, outfit, it don't look so bad right now. Oh, right, because it makes you think. Yeah, it makes you think, like, Kanye might be on to something. Like, that's how good I feel and excited I am about. College football and the NFL right around the corner.
1: It is right around. Right, yes, yeah. so we got some numbers for him today. How about a nice round eighty days till Texas' first game Man. of this year, which we know that schedule. We'll get to the twenty-four stuff obviously tonight. Eighty-five days till the NFL's first game with the Lions and Chiefs, and eighty-eight days from now is that first NFL Sunday. One of my favorite holidays every year. That first NFL Sunday is just like a drug, like no other for me when. College football's already started, and then that NFL thing just washes over you. It's fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't stand preseason NFL. No, no, that's terrible. It's like blue balls. At least we're down to three. I'd like them to get down to maybe two of those. Yeah, I'll take two. Yeah. I mean,
1: we watch college teams have none. They have a spring game. They scrimmage a little bit. Let's go. And play less games. How about we do the – you know when the two teams get together during training camp? Let's just organize that for everybody. Then if you want to do one preseason game to maybe
0: figure out who your backups are, make your cuts. Let's roll. Yeah, we could get cameras out there. I'd rather see that and see them do drills and see it be organized. Like, I don't need to see – a game of preseason. I kind of like the the behind-the-scenes stuff, too, because there's something Mm -hmm. grimier about that. Like, you see the guys always get into brawls and stuff in those, you know, little scrimmages. So I dig those. Give us more than that. Mic up, everybody. Get the cameras out there. We don't need to have it at a big stadium because we know these owners. That's the only reason why they want preseason games to make that extra paper no. no, let's let's just keep it as the scrimmages. Let it get grimy and see you in the regular season. Especially if they're ever going to push them to eighteen games, because they they're thinking about it. Wow.
1: If you can get them to eighteen, like just yeah, less
0: preseason. I think will be good. Dang, eighteen, we might start seeing low management in the NFL. Yeah. Oh that good.
1: Uh, we'll talk SEC scheduling coming up. Obviously, before we do that, Zay, I do have a quick announcement. This is filed under. Be careful what you wish for. <sighs> Monkey Hastings has her driver's license.
0: Oh man. She, rats
1: monkey. She studied up. She corrected the issues. She passed with flying colors today. And now the little voice in my head says, now, why was it that you wanted her to get this driver's license, dad? Because it's all about that. How much do I let go and how much control do I give over? But I do have my wife at the house. God love her. My wife is not comfortable with that child driving out of our neighborhood right now. Oh, I'm, really? I'm actually good with it. I was like, well, I've been in the car with her. I don't feel unsafe. I think she's good. And she'll just look back at me, just stare at me. It's like, okay. I was like, hey, honey, I'm going to let you be that last gatekeeper because you'll keep it Little even a little tighter than I will, so hey, whatever you want to do. So the last thing I said to her before I came here was, hey, if you want to go pick up you know, go pick up your friend and maybe roll to Sonic, because y'all talked about doing that, I'm good with it. Ask your mother. And, yeah, then I, big I, time. and then I got in the car and took off.
0: Yeah, ain't nothing like a cranberry slush at happy hour when you first get oh, your license. Dude, if
1: she can go get the slush on her own, and then of course the next dream is if she can pay for it, but we'll get to that. Ah, you'll get to that. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. get to that. So congrats to any kids that are out there passing the driver's test. Uh, it was, It was crazy we finally got that instructor whipped into shape i had to get on that handsome bastard he was just riding on his looks and i told him to get his act together we figured it out
0: what, what do you mean you told him to get his act together yeah i did
1: i looked dead in the mirror and i
0: said look so you're, you're that dad that doesn't think your baby girl made any mistakes
1: well i'm not saying she didn't make them but i got to put something on me right i'm the instructor so yeah that was on me too So I had to whip myself into shape as well. Okay. So we had to start going over certain things. Okay. I was not channeling my inner Coach Carter. Let's Ah. just say that. (laughs) I have now finished Coach Carter, so I can use that reference. Uh, And I did not make her do
0: 500 push-ups because she failed her driver's (laughs) test the first time. I can't wait to talk about that movie tomorrow. Good grief. Just watching it again. Wow.
1: Going to be wild. Yeah, tomorrow we'll get to Coach Carter, and Zay's listening to Revolver by the Beatles as well. We'll do that tomorrow at 2. But today we got to start with the schedule. Uh, Texas fans, let us know what you're excited about. Let us know what you want out of this schedule in 2024. So here are the reports that we kind of have out there. Earlier today, Horns247.com threw out a little info on the Longhorn schedule for next year, that it will include road games at A&M and Arkansas, obviously the OU game, we know where that happens, and a home game against Georgia. So, Zay, let's just stop right there for a second. If all that is true, what's your feeling on that as a Longhorn fan? At A&M and Arkansas, OU's OU, Georgia comes to see you.
0: I like the Georgia coming to DKR. But playing rivals to other rivals at their away sites in Fayetteville and College Station, uh, that could be a little thick. Yeah, That that could be a little bit thick, especially since, you know, we know Cotton Bowl's neutral, but what else are you going to get? Like if they're going to throw us Vanderbilt, um, Mississippi State, South Carolina, I might be all right. I, I might be okay. all right, but if they throw us, you know, because we already gotta play Michigan. That right on the road. Oh, we already gotta play, yeah, exactly. You gotta we already, go there. So we already gotta play Michigan on the road. Right. Then Fayetteville according to the schedule, then College huh. Station yeah. and Georgia coming here. Even though they're coming here, it's Georgia. It's Georgia, right. It's Kirby and the gang. So there there's that part of me that says this is what we asked for and this is what we wanted yeah as texas fans right. so yeah it's punching us in the face for real if that's what it's going to be but also like uh, it's it's thick. That's a thick schedule. I'd like to see some of those, you know, Vanderbelts, maybe Kentucky, depending on. I don't want a Will Levis type Kentucky. Like, I need one of them, you know, former Kentuckys right. before Levis. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about?
1: Like, Excuse you know. Me. Excuse I, me. <laughs> could we get a pre Levis Kentucky? Is there any way? Yeah. Who's was that running back a couple years ago? Can he be gone too? That's what I'm
0: saying. SEC is just, it's crazy, but I. It's just it's hard for me to see going up to Arkansas and College Station in the same year. That's that's tough.
1: Yeah, that's where if I was making the schedule moving forward, let's say you're going to do the three six thing, and Texas plays Texas, uh, Texas plays A and M, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. I would take one A and M and Arkansas and stagger it, where you'd host one one year, host the other one the next year. Oklahoma's always Oklahoma. So that is weird. And as Craig Way put it as he walked out, if that's true, you'll play those three old-school rivals, none of them in Austin. Brutal. That's a weird way to start. But then, does that mean, and and, and again, remember, this year you got to think of it separately. Don't think of it as a pattern starter. It's going to be hard to do. But you can't think of it as, well, if they go here this year, it may, no, don't think that. The, it's the SEC. They could Whatever they do, if they start with Texas and Texas A&M in College Station, they may go two straight years in College Station to reset something in their minds. They've done weird things with these schedules as they're getting new members in. So I would not put anything past him there, but that would be wild if it's at Michigan, at Arkansas, at A&M as three of the roadies.
0: Yeah, I I mean, again, this is what we asked for, you know, coming to the SEC, all this paper that UT is going to get and Oklahoma and all the rest of the schools, and you want – you know, and with a 12-team playoff, it's not as bad. If we were still having the 14 playoff Mm -hmm. rules, it would be absurd. But now with 12 teams, who knows? I I mean, yeah, having three big rivals, none of them at DKR, that's a huge issue. And like you said, if the SEC made that a thing – You can't be shocked. This is just how they roll. Yeah, and they're just trying to put this together
1: and, again, get something next year that gets everybody through that scheduling, and then they'll kind of move on to maybe a pattern after that. This uh, text says, remember when Bevo was ejected for targeting at the Sugar Bowl? That's well played. Yes. See, Bevo's ready for these dog (laughs) conferences. Bevo wants more dogs in the conference. He's already said hello to Ugga. He gets to meet Smokey at some point. He gets to meet Bully at some point, and he gets to— Now, this particular Bevo—I'd have to do my research. Has this Bevo hung out with Reveille?
0: Uh,
1: Time-wise, I don't think he has. I don't think so. I think this new Bevo took over in the interim, gets to reacquaint himself with Miss Reveille at A&M. You got four dogs ready to roll and obviously we know he's comfortable around Ugga, so that's so gotta, gotta
0: be good. So you gotta catch me up on my dog SEC game because the two that you said in the middle I know one's for Tennessee and the others for Mississippi Mississippi State. State. Which yeah. one's which? Uh, so Bully
1: is Mississippi State. Bully is Mississippi State. Smokey is that blue-tick hound dog from yeah, Tennessee.
0: I like that hound I love dog. him. <laughs> love him.
1: Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah,
0: it's not a coincidence that Reveille is the softest-looking dog out of all How four. dare you? How dare you? That was America's
1: <laughs> dog back in the 50s, man. Lassie? I, I wish A&M had changed it up. Yeah. I'm with you. Because I wear the shirt sometimes with the original Reveille. Original Reveille was a mutt. It was like a kind of a pit-mix mutt type of dog. And it started barking during Reveille, and that's why they call it Reveille. But then somewhere over the years, I always assume it's because of Lassie, they made it a rough collie. But they're in their bylaws, it does not have to be a rough collie. When they changed it the last time, it can be a golden retriever. It can be a lab. It can be – there's multiple things. And I kept waiting for it. And the best idea I've ever heard is from Rod Babers. Rod Babers' idea is A&M should make Reveille a military rescue dog. It should be a dog that has literally served in the military. It is retiring from that and becomes Reveille. Because of the military connection A&M already has, it's brilliant. It could change every time. That's a smart move. Reveille's Reveille, but it's just so ingrained now in Aggies, I think they'd freak out if you took the rough collie away from them.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Is Reveille, can she do all that? The military stuff? Like, is that type of dog, you know, I know you could train any dog. Oh, yeah. But can Reveille... Live up to those military standards,
1: if, especially if you go after, if you're going after dogs like that with the that they have the service. You can do that, yeah. The, those collies can be trained. Okay, they got to be super trained, man. They'll do things where you just stand in line for like two hours to take pictures. That dog's got to just sit there and let people pet her and pet her and pet her all day. <laughs> got to be patient. <laughs> so we got dogs in the conference. We got all kinds of wacky games here, and I also want to give some credit, Zay, to one of my favorite Aggie trolls on the internet. I'm one of the few Aggies that can appreciate an Aggie troll. No one, in my estimation, loves Aggie Tears more than Chris Bennett. Our man Chris Bennett is incredible. Shout out to CB. But a close second place is Kyle Umlang. Oh, man. If you do not follow him on Twitter and you're a Longhorn fan and you love Aggie Tears, you really need to follow this cat. He's a beautiful hater. He is. You talk about petty. (laughs) Woo! He's the king of pettiness towards AM. So in the last day or so, he tweets out the twenty four Texas Longhorn SEC football schedule will be fire. Three fire emojis. By the way, does it matter how many fire emojis? Help me out. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm an old man. A,
0: a little bit. Like, you know, like you could tell he's excited and you can tell it's really fire. Like the, they're burning. like exclamation points. The yeah.
1: more the more excited you yes. are. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So he's three fires excited. Uh, the schedule he threw out, Zay, has Colorado State at Michigan, UTSA. Let's also remember that. Supposedly UTSA is still on the non-con.
0: Yo, trailer ain't playing Woo! up there, man.
1: That's thick right there. Uh, he's got at Arkansas. He's got Vanderbilt at home, at Mississippi State, at Auburn, Bama at home, at LSU, and hosting AM. He also threw in. And this is a great troll. He's trolling – a&M, by making the game in Austin. But in a way, he's trolling Texas people too because he put Eastern Kentucky in as the next to last game. <laughs> well done. Kyle, Yumlang, wherever you are, brother, that is fantastic work because you just tro- – it's hard to troll both sides of the house divided at
0: the same time, but he just did it. See, That's now, brilliant. Having Alabama and LSU and back-to-back weeks, yikes. Now, to be fair –
1: the way he listed it, he listed it as all of this is date TBA. Okay. So maybe that's not the exact order. But you're absolutely right. If they did end up back-to-back, that's crazy. What if? Z- I mean, it's
0: hard not to look at it like, as an yeah, order because he has Michigan that second game. He's gotta, that's yeah. what it's
1: going to be. You're right. No, if that's the order, that would be crazy. And how about in three games, you'd hope for a bye week somewhere in here, at Auburn, Alabama at home, at LSU. Man, welcome to the SEC. Good Lord! Uh, we'll get into some more of the particulars, obviously, of things we're looking for um, you know, from from different teams. But that is a projection that's been thrown out. Let us know what you uh, what you are thinking when it comes to the SEC schedule. It will be announced officially tonight at six o'clock. I'm very excited. SEC Network. Zay, you found it, right? You know where oh, SEC yeah, I've been Network having is. It. Yep. You got it. Got Good. it ready to go. Yep. SEC network, ready to roll. If you're a uh, if you're on spectrum like I am, I think it's 384. It's just one away from LHN. The last time you watched Vince win the national title, one channel away from that. 384. Right there. So we'll get those thoughts going. Also, uh, how about this little detail? I love this, Zay, if it's real. The from the SEC network, Peter Burns tweeted out earlier he is hearing that each of the SEC teams will play either Texas or Oklahoma one time in 2024. So half the, schedule, half the teams will have OU, half the teams will have Texas on their schedule. I like that. Mm. Kind of makes sense. I'm interested to see how they do it. I'm interested to see who gets whom. Who gets whom, I guess is how that is said. Um, you know who...
0: I, I feel more comfortable if OU had to play either y'all or Arkansas.
1: Yeah, and they may. I mean, they, technically, they could play both. I guess they're just saying everybody's going to have at least one, right? They'll right. Play, yeah, either Texas or Oklahoma once in the upcoming schedule. Meaning, you could, I guess, somebody could play both, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, that would. That that's, that's an interesting point, though. Yeah, could that lead us to think that A and M will not play OU? Right. I see. I see where you're going there. Would you be I, disappointed. I for hadn't A&M. thought about that. See, I think as a. Fan, uh, oh, excuse me, as not a fan of either one. There are two teams in this upcoming SEC I think need to play a lot because it just fits to me. OU and Arkansas. Yeah, get those two groups of fans together, get them away from me, and let them play. I'll watch on TV if I feel like it. Whew, you talk about a game where I do not care what happens. I just hope for power failures, stuff falling out of the roof. Bad turf. I hate to say it, Zay. I root for bad turf in that game. What? No, I don't. I don't do that. I don't go that far. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't go that far, but I, I, I hate both those teams. So um, but that's a game I like, though. I like the feel of it, right? That feels just yeah. down
0: home. Old school, dirty. Southern
1: SEC. Yeah. Teams with some history. Oklahoma, obviously, with a lot more, with all due respect to Arkansas folk, but Arkansas's got some history, too and let 's let them get together and go hogs and sooners, like come on yeah that's that could be great. uh let us know what you're looking forward to with the schedule that is tonight at six o'clock on s e c network all right, um as always, this time of year can get a little crazy when your sports start to go away last night stanley cup was given out to the l Oof. to the uh the l the las vegas golden knights who won it definitively so Damn. both nba and nhl decided in the gentleman sweep a five-game affair where it was clear who the better team was both cases
0: yeah yeah real easy tough. to see yeah tough for those miami teams from the florida squad to the miami heat Both of those guys went down in the finals pretty easily.
1: Yeah. So now that that's done, we are officially in the dead period. So now you're looking for stuff on TV. Up next, Zay and I are going to tell you. Thank God Zay saw this and sent it out. Our man CB sent this to us, right? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. There's something coming from the NFL folks that is so brilliant in in July. We'll tell you about that uh, in the crap bag at 1245. I'll focus even more on the scheduling, specifically Texas, OU, A&M, and Arkansas, and what I'd be looking for if I'm those fan bases as those four are in a conference together. I think I'm right. For the first time ever? All four of those in the same conference. That starts next year. I'll tell you some of my thoughts on that at 105. Even more on scheduling stuff with Justin Wells of Inside Texas and on3.com. We'll see if he's hearing anything about where certain games will be and is Georgia coming to texas that is starting to gain some steam that people on both sides of it are saying they're starting to hear that that it may be the dogs coming to austin we'll talk about all of it jump on in specs text line is 337-3776 it is schedule wednesday on the horn
0: chad and zay
1: Yeah, this is one of those songs. The Dave Chappelle electric guitar and what it does to white people. Speaking for this white person every time. Every time? Every time I hear this song start up, oh, yeah, my face gets all ugly. I start thinking about air guitar. Oh, my God. Scorpions. And wait, what's this? Uh, um, The one with Alcatraz in the video. Uh, my, why can't I think of the name of this song? Uh, uh, oh, No One Like You. There we go. There it is. Oh, Klaus's vocal, Rudolph Schenker, and the other guy, I can never remember his name on guitar. It's great stuff. Scorpions. It's The Scorpions or Just Scorpions? Just Scorpions. Just Scorpions, right, okay. Off Sc- the Blackout album. Yes, Blackout. That's the cover where Rudolph Schenker is looking like a mental patient, and they stuck forks in his eyes. Yeah. They bent two forks, jammed them in his eyes, and yeah. he's screaming his head off. Yeah. It's called – nuts. It's called art, Zay. It's, uh, called it's something. Artistic album covers. It's called yes. something. Scorpions getting us started today. 6 o'clock this evening, SEC 2024 opponents announced on SEC Network. Rumors are out there. Reports are out there. Again, Horns247.com. Uh, and, of course, you hear Jeff Howe on Light the Tower every day. We'll give Horns247 their love on this one that the sources are telling them that it will be for Texas at Arkansas, at A&M, and Georgia at home is in that report. Then there's an SEC Network side of it from Peter Peter Burns saying that every team in the SEC – that's not Texas and Oklahoma – Every one of them will have either Texas or Oklahoma on that schedule, so we'll just see, you know, kind of where that ends up. Obviously, with eight conference games, uh, you can probably figure out, you know, how you could make that math work, and hopefully, they can do that. Uh, it'll be fun to see who does Oklahoma match up with in their first year, and who does Texas match up with. This is and Jay. You've been saying today, this is what we asked for as Texas fans. In a weird way. The SEC, other SEC fan bases have to realize it, too. Like, this is what the conference asked for. Yeah. You asked for not only what you already had, you asked for Texas and Oklahoma to show up at your party. This is not like inviting another Vanderbilt to the discussion. This is not like inviting a South Carolina to the discussion. This is inviting one of the big dogs when it comes to recruiting. And and then, obviously, a, a, both of them have their own history in the sport. Oklahoma, depending on how you want to rank it, might be top, what, three, four, Mount Rushmore of college football, like, programs. Oklahoma's probably on it. Yeah, you are close. You're asking them to come to town, too. Right. So, uh, the way these schedules roll out are going to be incredible. Oklahoma-Bama's another one that I think is incredible. If those two get together, those two are going to get together, we hope, two out of every four years? <sighs> Dude, that's awesome. Those two brands, also two brands I can't stand, two brands I never root for, but to see that to see Alabama fans go hang out with the Chuck Wagon or to see Oklahoma fans go to T-Town regularly, that's that's badass. Oh, yeah. That is the way it ought to be, man. I uh, even
0: seeing Oklahoma going to Gainesville. Yeah. I'd like, love to see that. love to see the Horns go to Gainesville. Like, it's All this just seems fun. Like These are iconic places, iconic universities, and yeah, (laughs) this is what we asked for. We wanted this. It's going to be fun. Embrace it with a 12-team playoff. Really embrace it because there's room to lose a couple of games depending Mm -hmm. on who you lose to and still get in the playoff and still make a run and get hot at the right time of the season. So with that being on the schedule for 2024 also texas going to the sec it makes it that much more exciting uh
1: somebody texted somebody texted chad are you sure on that rough collie many ags i know profess the shetland sheepdog or sheltie collies are pretty large reveille Mm. is not a shetland sheepdog (laughs) all right she's not a sheltie
0: yeah, like, what's, what's it do? Like, what's its worth? You know, has it barked this uh, semester? Oh, yeah. barking classes? You remember
1: that story? No, yeah, there was one. It, it, Reveille barked once, and the class got a walk, and then the next time she barked, the professor said no. So it just depends. Like, y'all can't leave. Right, can't go. It it really does. It's always dependent on the professor. I mean, ultimately, the professor decides. But, yeah, there has been one bark during the uh, during the season,
0: that's a little bushly. Y'all aren't living up to tradition like yeah, y'all supposed to.
1: I know. Sometimes you got you got to stay you got to stay malleable because sometimes they about twelve years or so into a hundred year decision, a bigger entity tells you, "Oh, hey, guess what? And changing plans." So yeah. you got
0: you got to be flexible. I but- don't care what's on the syllabus that day. If we have a midterm and Beverly wants to bark, we go. We'll take this later. Sorry, it's tradition. This is why-
1: Revely, not Beverly. I don't
0: care. I said Revely.
1: You said Beverly.
0: Okay, whatever.
1: You don't need to call her Beverly. (laughs)
0: Either way, if Reveille decides to bark, we gone. If I call him steve you'd correct me, right? Well, yeah, true. Come on. Well, come on. This is the horn. <laughs> like, that dog. I just call it that dog. The sheep because, dog. So because you're on the horn, you can <laughs> say whatever you want. Yeah, you know, Fluga. The listeners appreciate
1: it. Dude, Fluga is one of the best mascots ever. Are you talking about Ugga? No, yeah, with that dog, whatever, Fluga. I don't care.
0: Come
1: on, man. Look, I'm Beverly. just saying,
0: y'all aren't living up to all those wacky, stupid traditions y'all are doing. Y'all are getting off the grain. Y'all <sighs> need to get back on the grain.
1: Well, uh, yeah, they went kind of half and half on that one, I think, on the last last couple. So uh, a lot of SEC scheduling talk coming up. Let us know what you think. And uh, this has started to roll around social media, and it's uh, it's true. I've seen it uh, seen it a couple times. Think about this. Texas fans, if Georgia comes to Austin next year, they could be the three-time defending. <laughs> <laughs> defending national champions. Good grief! That would be uh, that'd be a wild schedule. Is uh, absolutely
0: true. Yo, sets have been and ain't there. Even though he would try with his twenty eight year old ass and not graduating, I don't know how he doesn't have any eligibility left. But now I know he's dealing he with Sean. Gone, yeah, yes. he's dealing with Sean McVay and. It's sad that we're saying sets have been in because he definitely ain't it. It's all those defenders that Kirby Smart's had enter the first round these last two years, and he just keeps bringing in really good recruiting classes. So it has to end sometime, Chad, right? Like you just can't keep rolling. I would think. I would think. You know, just what, you know, the history of college football tells you, there has to be a lot more parity than what we've seen with Alabama and then now – with Georgia.
1: Here's your good news. The last time Bama won back-to-back, everybody probably thought, oh my god, how long is this going to last? They didn't go three in a row. So okay. maybe Georgia will cut, you know, right. cut it off. Uh, we'll talk more SEC schedule coming up. Also, uh, as we are 88 days away from the first NFL Sunday, Zay uh, brought something to my attention I had not seen yet. Uh, shout out to our man CB for also letting us know about it. Zay, I'm a sucker for sports documentaries, um, You know stuff that It gets us really close, but one of the things I can always remember is the first time I saw NFL films. The first time I saw the NFL films mic'd up players and how great that was. Lawrence Taylor is the first one that really jumps in my mind, but now we're going to – it feels almost like a next level here. So Netflix is going to throw out a doc on July 12th. It's called Quarterback, and they followed three – Starting NFL quarterbacks last season, and we get to see inside everything, meeting rooms, at home with the family, all that kind of stuff with three quarterbacks, and they just so happened to have picked and gotten permission from one quarterback that won the whole damn thing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I'm with you. NFL Films is different, and there's a certain nostalgia that comes with it, from the music to just, you know, the old mic'd-up clips. And with this special called Quarterback that's coming out on Netflix on July 12th, they will be following around, as you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. It's following the 2022 season, so from— Going all the way through? Yeah, from his time hanging out with Brittany Matthews to behind the scenes with Andy Reid, him mic'd up on the field. Everything you want to see, he'll be following Patrick
1: Mahomes. Dude, you get the mic'd up moment of when Andy tried to take him out of that game. Yeah. And he refused. Right?
0: Like, that's awesome yeah. stuff. Kirk Cousins, which I think is pretty cool, too, because... You know, Kirk Cousins had a really good season. He was a Pro Bowl quarterback, and they had a lot of hope up there in Minnesota before Brian Dayball and those New York Giants went up there and crashed all those dreams. He's but a great talker. He's he's a great talker. Yeah, yeah, and the family man, you get to see the behind the scenes with uh, him and his family, his wife and his kids. And then Marcus Mariota, ah. who lost his job at yeah. one point of the season, was a starting quarterback. Lost his job to Desmond Ritter. They mm-hmm. traded Marcus Mariota. I don't know where he is now, but he's not with Atlanta because that's Taylor Heineke. Right,
1: right, right. Marcus is. It, it clearly is... didn't work out.
0: And to have each three of those quarterbacks, both at different points of their careers, so we could see how they go through every day. I forgot this. Eagles. Wow, that's a good get. Back up in Philly. That's a good get, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd take him over Gardner Minshew, that's for sure. <laughs> um. So, yeah, just seeing these guys behind the scenes and like, obviously Patrick Mahomes, that's the one to look forward to the most. Like the guy might have had the greatest season for a quarterback in NFL history, winning an MVP and the Super Bowl, and to see him go through that whole year, Pretty excited. Great yep. job by the NFL.
1: It's an incredible trailer. I retweeted it. Zay tweeted it out. Remember, Zay is at Ain't That underscore Zay. I'm at C. Hastings 1049. Go check it out. If it doesn't get you excited, you hate football. I mean, you hate football if this doesn't get you ready to roll in 80, 90 days or so. But there's some great footage, personal footage, hanging with the family. By the way, just watching that trailer, Zay, it reminded me, for all the people out there that would dare to say Patrick Mahomes married an ugly woman, how dare all of y'all? How dare all of y'all? Yeah. That discussion is so silly to me. But you get to see them with their family. You get to see them with kids. Also, how about the moment where Kirk Cousins is reading to his son Small child about quarterbacks getting hurt in the NFL.
0: Right. That was, like, come on, man. That was pretty crazy. Uh (laughs) That was just. Uh, yeah, Yeah, that was pretty crazy. And Kurt was right. When he was talking to his son, he was like, why are there so many rules about not being allowed to hit quarterbacks? Well, son. Quarterback, if you lose that guy, your whole season could go in the crapper yeah, just can, like that. Yeah, it changes everything. changes everything. They get paid the most. It's the most important job in all of sports. Every single sport that we have, all the professions, basketball, baseball, hockey, it doesn't get bigger than the NFL quarterback. So... I get it. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, you gotta protect, it. and they yeah. still get it. No, they do. They still, yes. they still take shots. Like all those clips that you see, Patrick Mahomes getting his leg dinged up. Remember, Patrick Mahomes wasn't 100 percent in that Super Bowl, right? Man. That, like that iconic run that he had in the fourth quarter. Ridiculous yeah. knowing that he was hobbled and got up hobbling Man. and I- was still able to make game-winning drives and win this team. That game, Super Bowl 57.
1: That's the other stuff we'll get to see, too, is you know, if you're mic'd up, when you hit the ground, you get to get that feel. Another reason NFL films is so great, you get to feel the collision, but then you get to see both sides of the collision. Person that delivered it, person that received it, you're going to get all those kind of things uh, from that show. So watch for it. Quarterback on Netflix, July 12th. If you are one of those people that does not have Netflix, two options, obviously, uh, find a friend. Find a friend and ask about usernames and passwords, although I hear they're cracking down. They're cracking
0: down. Be Be careful. careful.
1: Yes, be very careful. The other thing would be maybe this is your time to get into Netflix. There's a lot of great stuff on Netflix. And for one specific kind of person, that is, if you're an NFL fan, obviously this would be a reason. If I haven't said this on the air in a while, if you love stand-up comedy, you need to have Netflix. It's stupid how much stand-up they've got on Netflix.
0: They do have some good specials.
1: My God, what is your kind of stand-up? Yeah. You want a man? You want a woman? You want a man of this color? You want a woman of that color? You want a man of this particular, you know, bent and angle on
0: things? You want a woman? I mean, they've got all of it. It's so good. Our homie Sam Morell that came on the show to promote yes. his comedy special. He has one on Netflix.
1: Yep, I just watched Sarah Silverman, uh, one of her late – no, Sarah Silverman's was on HBO or Showtime. My bad. Sarah's got a new special. I just watched Chappelle's. Where he talks about Chris, uh, no, Chris Rock. Where he talks about Will
0: Smith, yeah, at wrong the black end. comedian.
1: And then I've a scene, but in the last oh, I don't know, six months or so, I watched a Chappelle I hadn't seen. They've probably got two or three Chappelles I have still haven't watched. Yeah, they just keep pumping out that stuff. By the way, have you seen Chappelle lately? No, I know he's coming to
0: Moody Center for two nights, yo, in July. The dude is just rocking muscle shirts and wife beaters now, like at pretty legit events, like going to. Where, what game was he at recently? He was at an NBA playoff game.
1: You're saying he's underdressed.
0: Yes. He's okay. doing that on purpose. Like, I've seen him at like multiple things where a lot of people are dressed to the T, suit and tie type stuff, and Chappelle's up here in a wife beater, wow. all black. Man, he might change up the color every once in a while, but he looks a little yoked, too. he hey. be in that weight room. As a supposed adult who wore a Snoopy
1: t-shirt to work today, I can appreciate that. <laughs> Let's dress it down, Dave. Let's dress it down. I
0: just realized you had a peanut Snoopy shirt on. I to go with the
1: Snoopy shirt. I wanted my daughter to be in a very calm mindset for the driver's test, Uh, and the shirt just says, chill. Yeah. And she got it for me for Father's Day years ago. So it's a very calming Snoopy shirt.
0: Yo, every time— the Peanuts did any type of sporting event. Snoopy's the one that showed out.
1: Yeah, Snoopy's the athlete. Snoopy's yeah.
0: the, the really one. one. Snoopy, they, used to, they used to give Snoopy the ball like thirty times a game, like Earl Campbell in the seventies. I never
1: understood as a kid. I read enough of the of the comic book and I watched enough of the cartoons. Every time Charlie Brown was getting rolled as a pitcher, <laughs> I kept thinking, "Dude, try Snoopy. <laughs> Put Snoopy in." Do you have rules against the dog in baseball? Because I know Snoopy's got to have a better slider than Chuck.
0: Come on. They used to light Chuck up, and nobody – I don't know if they were scared of Chuck or what, but they used to light Chuck up. And then once you see Lucy pull the ball away from Charlie Brown on the kick, we're going for two every time. Or we're going for fourth down every time, and we're giving the ball to Snoopy. Mm -hmm. I like my chances there because we know Lucy – her head ain't in it. She ain't she ain't playing for the right reasons.
1: I never even thought about it. You're right. The moment she pulls that away, if you're the coach, we're going wildcat package. With Snoopy. Yeah. Direct snap.
0: And we got Pigpen's nasty-ass-ass lead blockers.
1: Who wants oh. to get in front of him? You <laughs> pig, know what I'm saying? Pigpen's got to be on the interior. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Make him a tight end. Like a flex tight end. Put him in motion. Just have him. Just have him. Always <laughs> have him move. Have him always move. have him crop dust in that line of scrimmage up one side, <laughs> down the other.
0: And Franklin has to do something because. He's black for obvious reasons. (laughs) He's he's an athlete. He he has to be able to do something, right? Why didn't you tackle him? Coach,
1: I can't even see out here, man. Yes, and we need Franklin doing something. We need him
0: doing something. Man. You know, he's like a Keelan Robinson. They just didn't know how to, you know, plug him in at the right spots, but you knew he has something to him.
1: Yeah, just don't sit him in a place by himself like you did on the Thanksgiving Day special. Don't do that. When you put him on the bus, make sure he blends a little bit better. Man, put him on one side of that ping-pong table by himself.
0: They did him wrong. A
1: dog and a bird got better yeah. seats than Franklin did that day. Woodstock. Come on, y'all. Woodstock had a better seat than Franklin. My God. All right, we've digressed into a whole nother world. Uh, NFL, the quarterback documentary, is July 12th. Coming up, in the crap bag, let's dig even deeper into this schedule discussion for tonight. What I'm looking for if I'm a Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, and Arkansas fan. Next, on the Horn
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Chad and Zay. Lonely feeling deep inside. Nice bass. Find a corner.
1: That's badass.
0: Well, I can hide
1: is this that song about no sugar tonight is that where this is yeah, at? That's it. oh man but who sings it oh. oh yeah um oh my god is it the two things in my head are America and Nazareth but I don't know why Probably, yeah. ne- probably neither what do you got The Guess Who. Oh, my bad. The Guess Who. That's the band that did American Woman, I think. Canadian band, if I'm not mistaken. The Guess Who. Of course, you had The Who back in the day, but then this would be The Guess Who, along with Scorpions, to get us started today. Lots of attention on a schedule that doesn't happen until 2024. That's why it means more. Everybody... Everybody's excited because it's just that weird. Um, we're you know hoping to find out if certain games are going to happen. It could be official tonight. It could be official at like 6.10, 6.05 that Texas and Texas A&M are going to play football again. Zay, I'm so excited about it. It's my favorite college football game on planet Earth. It was taken from me for years. Neither side really tried to get it back. Thank God the SEC stepped in and said, uh, no, y'all going to play some football. We're going to put our logo on the field.
0: Did you see a shrink when it happened? Because I feel like it affected oh. you. Did you see anybody? This show has been therapy. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Oh, I've been therapy all – because for literally 12 years or so, every time I started to talk about A&M at all, I feel Texas fans saying, shut up, Chad. They're gone. Yeah. Don't talk about them. Don't, we can't talk about them anymore. Now, all of a sudden, the discussion comes back. In fact, let's keep that discussion going in the crap bag. We have updated rumors about the SEC schedule. Here we go. <laughs>
0: Chad's Crap Bag. Crap Bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap.
1: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. All right, so Chris Lowe of ESPN just threw out a couple of things he is hearing, and one of them is that Georgia is going to go to Bama and get ready to hate the SEC for their scheduling. It'll only be the fifth regular season matchup, Zay, in the past 20 years. Joke. Oh, I'm so glad they're having to fix it. By the way, if I haven't thanked you as a Texas fan and thanked all those Oklahoma fans that may listen to us, thank y'all. Thank y'all for showing up to the SEC and forcing their hand and making them schedule better. Because people have been pointing out all kinds of weird schedule anomalies. That's obviously one. So not only that, Zay, Georgia at Alabama. Also, Chris Lowe is saying he's hearing Georgia at Texas. Think about that for a second. They have to go to T-Town and Austin, same year. Boy. There aren't many teams that have ever been able to say that. Um, That's one side of it. And he's hearing that Alabama is going to Norman. I can dig it. Well done. Send Georgia to Austin. Send Alabama to Norman and basically tell those two fan bases, hey, you want better home games? How about this? How about you play our two big dogs right now?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, think about how many times these big time schools were trying to avoid playing other big time schools because of how the BCS was scheduled. If you lose one game, yep. you're automatically out the championship contention. And then they got a little bit better with a 14 playoff, mm-hmm. but still not quite good enough. So that we could still avoid and hopefully see them in the SEC championship in Atlanta. And most of the time the winner of that game is a number one seed. And now it's with Texas and OU coming in and with a 12 team, like there should be no more excuses. Zero. You should be fine playing even a tough non-conference schedule Mm -hmm. like the Horns are doing with Ohio State in the upcoming years and Michigan and being able to play that thick, brutal schedule of the SEC because if you're good enough, even if you lose a couple of games, you should be where you want to be. And yeah. that's an 11th spot, 10th, 9th, whatever. And that will give you an opportunity to play for a national championship. Yeah. So, I, 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 all that, like trying to avoid people and stuff, is over with. And, Shout-out to the committee, shout-out to the SEC, Texas, even though you giving them a shout-out, even though it took them a hot minute. Like, it could have been a little bit faster, OU, yeah. if you would have cooperated, but that's a different story for a different day. But now we're actually here, and again, it's really exciting. Can't wait.
1: No, it's going to be great. Uh, so those are some rumors out there. Chris Lowe also reporting Texas at Texas A&M and Arkansas. So that's out there again, multiple reports, horns247.com, Chris Lowe of ESPN saying Longhorns going to College Station and Fayetteville in the same year. Speaking of fan bases, you're saying to both of those fan bases that um big, big reveal here. Don't really like Texas a whole lot. You get to host them in their re-entry, not re-entry, into their entry into this conference. Wow. Yeah. So just incredible. In fact, it's weird, Zay, last night, I I was on a part of this deal. There's something on Twitter called Twitter Spaces where you can have conversations on Twitter. I had no idea this was occurring. Somebody invited me on one. I thought they were asking me to be like a guest on a podcast or something like that. Anyway, I got involved in this thing. This guy was an Auburn guy. A Tennessee fan jumped in and some other different fan bases. And one of the things they mentioned, a Tennessee guy mentions, hey, I saw the way Arkansas reacted when they hosted Texas a couple years ago. It felt like they hated them more than they hate Bama. And I said, it's because they do. It is a special kind of hate. So for Arkansas to get that next year would be interesting, for A&M to get it. And that brings me to kind of where my focus is regionally, Zay. Think about it. Texas and OU and a and Arkansas in the same conference for the first time ever. It's never happened before. Three of the four were in a conference together in two different versions, but they've never all been together. So if I'm a fan of Texas and OU, I want to know that I'm being treated like a blue blood, I want to make sure that I don't have a way tougher schedule than my rival does. I've been—I'd be comparing. If I'm a Texas fan, I'm looking at that OU schedule pretty quick. If I'm OU, I'm looking at Texas, making sure things even out in my mind, right? And then if I'm A&M and Arkansas, I'm thinking to myself, okay, now if they do, the, you know, they both going to end up playing Texas down the road. How does that line up? And then if I'm Arkansas and A&M, I do not want to feel like my schedule. Is some incredible SEC looking gauntlet, and then feel like the conference went a little easy on Texas or Oklahoma. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. Like regionally, that's the kind of stuff I'd be paying attention to. If I'm in those fan bases, you're going to want to watch and see, start checking those boxes and figure out, okay, how's the SEC going to look at this? How are they looking at this? Are they still going to play AM and Arkansas? Report is from Chris Lowe of ESPN that game is still there next year at Jerry World. AM and the Hogs. Is that happening? Also, he's saying AM will play LSU in college station Ooh. next year or in 24, which would make sense because AM goes to Baton Rouge on odd years. So that's going to keep that pattern. LSU fans, I don't know if they're thrilled about that. It feels like some LSU fans could leave could give or take on AM. They don't care. No, they don't care. Uh and I don't know about AM. Like I think like, a lot of Aggie sort of like that game. And I think they'd want Texas to replace it on the schedule in terms of the Thanksgiving time.
0: But I think playing LSU is still cool to them. But if that means you don't get to play Oklahoma on Arkansas, would you be good with that? Yep. Okay. Yes. Then, yeah, that, then that might be Cause, a— Because while I'm
1: really excited about A&M playing Texas again, I don't care if they ever play Oklahoma again. I'm just telling you. I don't care. Do not care— Oklahoma hung, has hung all kinds of crazy stuff on the Aggies over the years, and I'm not a fan of theirs. So don't need, that. don't need that one or Arkansas every year. So if they want to be in a rotation, I'd be fine
0: with it. With our luck – we'll probably get that thick-ass schedule that we've been talking about with Arkansas and A&M both at their their places, and then they'll throw us like a Mississippi State and a Kentucky, and it'll be like a Dak Prescott-led Mississippi State (laughs) and a Will Levis-led Kentucky team, and that will be brutal, too, because you just never know. Like Spencer Rattler, he's still with South Carolina, even though he'll probably be gone 2024 season. Like They looked good last year at the end of the season and beat some pretty good teams like Tennessee and it's just you never know with the SEC, even sometimes those lesser schools like I just named South Carolina, Kentucky or Mississippi State, hell, even the Ole Miss, they have that one dude that, Mm -hmm. you know, or that one coach that could lead them and make games and put them in the college football playoff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, we still gotta play Alabama. We still gotta play Georgia, A&M, Oklahoma. And then we got these other schools and goes back to this is what we asked for. No, that's what you asked this for. This is what we wanted. Even you
1: know? even more iron to sharp even sharpen even more iron. Right. That's what you're trying to do. And the big hey, the Big Ten just brought USC and UCLA to the show. Adding USC to your conference does not make it easier. No. And adding UCLA in a spot where you'd have where you could schedule a nobody also doesn't make it easier. How about this say? If Chris Lowe is right, Alabama next season would host Georgia, as I mentioned, and they would travel to Tennessee, Oklahoma, and Wisconsin. Whoa. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That is college football scheduling. God God love them for getting this together. we got to find a stopping point. We can't just keep going super conference and ripping everybody apart and putting it back together over and over and over and over. I'm hoping this SEC and this next Big Ten can get everybody to calm down and stop and make us realize, whoa, whoa, wait, this scheduling looks really cool. These are really cool games we've never seen consistently.
0: Let's see how it plays out. something got to happen with Oregon and Washington. In the next few years, yeah, some gotta have it with them because they're gonna get a little annoyed with how the Pac-12 is being ran, seeing how the Big Ten and the SEC is operating.
1: I'm gonna hope that my hope right now is that Colorado and those teams stay put in the Pac-12. If you want to add something, you can, and then the Big 12 can find a way to live where it is. With that, if they want to go 12, if they want to add from somewhere else, that's fine. But can they survive? If both of those conferences can survive, I think that's a good way to go.
0: Yeah, and the Big 12, they're smart by focusing on basketball, trying to get somebody like Gonzaga, who's in the WCC, if they could just bring them in for basketball purposes because Gonzaga doesn't have a football team, yeah. then that's how they could stay alive by doing things like that and becoming just a straight-up, even though he play football, yeah. basketball is our main conference like it's been these last few years with the Big 12 having the best basketball conference in the nation.
1: I'm with Jim from Lago Vista, by the way. He texted in, can we start playing next week, That's please? what i saying.
0: Thank you, Jim. Get me some Kanye West shoulder pads right now. I
1: agree. I am in. Let's do it. All right. uh, Late for the break here. Justin Wells coming up from InsideTexasOn3.com. We'll get his thoughts. On schedule day, the opponents get revealed in the SEC for 2024 at 6 p.m. We're hearing all kinds of crazy rumors, and we're trying to sort through it all on the horn.